0: G-U-R-U for more information. And by Fred's Music and Tasty Licks BBQ Supply. Your online barbecue and grilling superstore. From cookers to grills, wood chips and chunks, and everything in between. Also be sure to try the Tasty Licks barbecue brand of rubs and sauces. Check Fred out online at tastylicksbbq.com And by Stephen DeFranco Jewelers. The iGrill is a Bluetooth-enabled cooking thermometer that allows you to monitor the temperature of your food and smoker or grill from up to 200 feet away. Using the free iGrill app for your iPhone, iPad, and Android devices, you can set preferred temperatures, and your smart device will alert you when it's ready. It's perfect for cooking steaks to perfection or low and slow smokers overnight. Head to iGrill, Inc., that's the letter I, grillinc.com to learn more. And by Barbecuers Delight Wood Pellets, the barbecue wood pellet choice of competition cooks and backyard hacks just like me. The perfect blend of two thirds oak and one third flavor wood gives you that right BTU burn and flavor that you're looking to get all over your meat with smoky goodness. Visit BBQRSDelight.com. And by Arno Smokers, a custom pit builder. Using innovation and art in each of their cutting-edge offset and vault-style barbecue pits, located in the heart of Texas near Fort Worth, Granberry has been the home to Arno Smokers since the beginning. Arno Smokers has continued to widen its range using visionary planning, both on the design level and the quality of craftsmanship, to bring their customers the finest custom pits on the market. Please get in contact with Billy, B-I-L-L-I-E underscore R-O-Smokers at Yahoo.com or Tony at Tony underscore R-O-Smokers at Yahoo.com or visit their main website, R, the letter N, the letter O, -O R-N-O, Smokers.com. And by Green Mountain Grills. Discover something you're really going to love, cooking with pellets. Green Mountain Grills are widely available across the country, top-of-the-line manufacturing, but not the highest in price. Visit GreenMountainGrills.com to get started on your pellet adventure today.
1: So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea.
0: All right! Hey, everybody, welcome to the really big Barbecue Central show. The show that talks about all things important to the world of uh, barbecue and grilling, broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. Rapidly becoming known as the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evening should you see fit, you want to jump in on the show? More than happy to have you. It's a toll free call, 877 448 0433. You can also email the show, Greg at the BBQ Central Everything else you want to find out about the show, uh, how to advertise, links, sponsors, recent posts about whatever, uh, you can find it at the main website, the BBQ And uh, here's what's happening tonight if you didn't get the newsletter eight uh, coming up in about 13 minutes from, wait us yeah uh, coming up in about 13 minutes from now longest running sponsor of the show championship pitmaster bob Trudnack of the barbecue guru coming in <laughs> believe it or not uh, 34 minutes from now a championship pitmaster guy who has a fabulous pork product And vying for Florida Barbecue Association Team of the Year. It's a tight race. We talked about it weeks ago for KCBS for the last couple weeks about their hot race. FBA has our own hot race and our very own Jim Elser of Sweet Smoke Q will be joining us to talk about the big race that is taking place this coming weekend for his team. Just as close, if not closer in some respects, than the KCBS race. So... Uh, you thought we were all chocked full of goodness last week with all of the events that were going on KCBS. We flip it right back around, go southeast on that ass, and go FBA Team of the Year race, which will be decided this weekend. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And then we'll move into the second hour. Joining me around 10:14, or in an hour and two minutes from now pitmaster of Tippy Canoe Barbecue Crew and Grand Champion of the 2013 King of the Smokers Contest, Joe Bieland joins us here on the show. Joey! So we're locked and loaded. He doesn't know it yet, but he might be sticking around for two segments because, hey, that's what I do. I entice people to stay a little bit longer, get people to do things that maybe they weren't anticipating. For you. And, yeah, stuff like that. Stuff like that. 877 uh, 4480 Greg at the BBQ, Your two bits of contact information. So, Jam Pack. By the way, if you don't have a subscription to the newsletter and that's something that you want to get, go to the main website and look over to the top right of the navigation on that uh, right-hand toolbar and you'll see it. It's all right there. As a matter of fact, I am going to use High Technology and show you uh, right here where it is. If you go to the main website, you can see it right here, and uh, you'll see a bunch of nice butts and so forth as we wait for the actual page to load. Boy, this Internet blows over here. Uh, you see it right underneath where it says Listen Live uh, Stream, Uh, Right underneath it says, uh, sign up for our newsletter. And then you go ahead and uh, plop in your uh, information right there and hit submit. And you will be confirmed uh, just that easily for Barbecue Central Show newsletter. And on top of all of that, just a little thank you from me to you for signing up for the newsletter. You get my very highly coveted homemade barbecue sauce recipe. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. You get it. It's a gift from me to you. Say thanks. Thanks for taking the time to sign up. All right, don't forget, if you are watching the show or listening to the show right now, do me a solid on the social medias. Make a Facebook post, make a Twitter post, or tweet, as they call it. Let everybody know that, A, you're listening to the audio stream on the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. You can also get the audio through smartphone applications such as TuneIn Radio. Uh, once you download that app, it's free for iOS, Android, BlackBerry and so forth. Once you have it installed on your phone, then search BBQ Central. You'll find it add it to your favorites and you can stream the show uh, not only live Tuesdays from 9 to 11, but after hours you get replays of all the shows that have taken place in 2013 so you're sure to miss or you're sure to catch up on something that you might have missed otherwise. Uh, If you like the video stuff, you can go to OutdoorCookingChannel.com, which has uh, long been our uh, simulcast video station partner guru for years and years. And don't forget, you can also catch the show live on Roku as well, which is Internet Protocol television, kind of a newer technology that's just really starting to catch wind over the last year or so. Uh, I'll go to Outdoor Cooking Channel, get that app there in the Roku App Store, and then there is a live streaming option. It's the first streaming, uh, or it's the first option that you have in the apps, uh, in the Outdoor Cooking Channel app. And that's the way you can consume the show. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the show through iTunes to get all of the audio replays, should you see fit. If you want uh, video archives, a number of different places, obviously Outdoor Cooking Channel. You can also go to YouTube, uh, barbecue, B A R B E C U E, the numeral four, the letter U. So, youtube.com slash barbecue for you. Uh, of course, you can get all of the. Videos and audio replays right on the main website as well, Barbecue Central website. So no reason you should ever miss anything on the show ever, just ever. I thought maybe this week we would have our final follow-up conversation with A.J. LeVon about mashed potatoes. However, no, not going to
2: happen.
0: That's fine. He's a young boy just growing to yearn for the wiles of Internet television. So we'll give him a pass on this one. Besides, why do we want to talk to a kid that's going to sit there and say that he don't like potatoes? Screw that.
2: Get that big out of here.
0: I don't want to hear that I didn't change the youth of America. I'm here to change the youth of America. America. I did get an email from Adam Pace. Dear Greg, I work in an office. Did a search on my iPod for barbecue. Found a few different podcasts. Listened to yours and several others. Yours I enjoyed the most and seemed to be more relevant to what I was interested in, so I started listening to your podcast from the oldest I could find. I'm currently finishing up 2011, and after a while, I realized you do the show live with a chat. So about three weeks ago, I logged in and have been watching live ever since. Biggest issue, biggest issue is convincing my fiance I'm not nuts for listening to a barbecue podcast show. Hey, Adam. I mean I hear you. Best advice for you? Get a new fiance. She thinks you're nuts for listening to this show. She's got a problem with herself and potentially others. You fall into the others category, Adam. I'm praying for you. Really I am. I'm sure look. Nobody nobody's significant other finds it more odd than your humble host who has been doing a live show for now almost Seven years or something like that? Adam, I feel your pain. Actually, my wife doesn't think I'm nuts. She just wonders where I go for two hours on Tuesday night. I said, hey, it's none of your business. Find it. Stuff I'm about to go down and do my thing. You do your thing because I'm going to do my thing. That's what I'm talking about. So uh, thanks to Adam for uh, writing in. Realizing, like so many others, well, a couple, a couple things that we have found out here through this email. Um, as many times as I have said it, and maybe this is something I need to just add in the opening text, this show is not, you know, a podcast is like something that has been either pre-recorded or recorded live, and people are listening to it after the fact. This show, the Barbecue Citrus Show, is a live show that happens every Tuesday from 9 to 11. Period originating from the interwebs in somebody else's basement right now. More news on that later. So this is a live show. I also, in conjunction with the live show, am recording it so I can put it up as a podcast for the people that can't tune in live. But first and foremost, this is a live show. Whatever you hear on Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, it's not pre-recorded, it's not edited, nothing is taken out of it unless it was a complete disaster, which hasn't happened yet. Knock wood. So as you hear this show unfold, if you subscribe to podcasts, that's the only way you listen to it. This show happened live and direct from Cleveland between the hours of 9 and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Yeah, baby. All right, let me talk to you about the barbecue guru because we're going to be talking to the barbecue guru. After this break, uh, longest running sponsor of the show, creators of automatic pit temperature control technology. Uh, If you have been considering as a gift, maybe for yourself or a loved one, whatever, automatic pit temperature control devices, why would you go anywhere else? You know, I'm often wondering myself, if you are looking for this kind of technology, why would you go somebody else? As I've said many times before, the barbecue guru, the creators of this technology. So why would you want to go anywhere else? I don't know. Uh, the barbecue guru is a simple in concept. It's basically a unit that is going to unit is going to mount mount to your cooker and through a series of microprocessors and fans will keep your pit temperature at whatever you set it at. So if you want to have it run at 250, set it at 250. If you want to run it at 225, run it at 225. Now there's a number of different models to choose from, so depending on, you know, how geeky you want to get with it, depending on how technically survey you want to get with it you know you can get the CyberQ wi-fi might cost you a little bit more up front but how about never having to get out of bed to a check the pit temperature b check your internal meat temperatures and then on top of all that make adjustments from the smartphone make adjustments from your tablet make adjustments from your laptop computer if you will cooking too fast ramp the temperature down cooking too slow ramp the temperature up all can be done from your smart device just need a hotspot. Uh, or if you don't need that level of technology, you can get the digiq 2DX. You can get the party which is your easiest point of entry price-wise in automatic fit temperature control devices, $129 for most models. Add an additional $10 for the ceramic cookers because you need an extra modifier for that bottom damper. But really, you're off and running from there. I affectionately refer to the party as the prostitute. Of automatic temperature control devices because it goes from kettles to bullets to ceramic cookers. You could get around self contained package, run on double A batteries. So, here's what you need to do you got to go to the website, thebbqguru.com. That's the bbqguru.com, or call them toll free, 800 288 GURU. 800 288 GURU. They'll make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. Do it now for com, or 800-288-GOO. On top of all that, we'll be talking with Bob Trudnack right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. 877 4480433. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Uh, my first guest tonight, a highly successful pit master, also happens to be the director of marketing at the barbecue guru, which can be found at thebbqguru.com. Let's go ahead head over to the hotline and welcome good friend of this show, longtime sponsor of this show, Bob go All right. Let's wait a second. Oh, hold on now. Got me a little voicemail. My, yeah, mic's on. Okay. I swear, at least once a show, I forget to turn on that damn microphone. I thought that for sure was the one time. Because I don't know if you can see my little earpiece there. I have to do a little pass through between the uh, device that makes this, it's a wireless ear monitor, whatever the hell they call it. Uh, But in order for me to use that properly, I have to uh, run a patch cable in. And, man. All right. Bob Trudnack, barbecue guru. No. (sighs) And now i got to go back through the damn emails. Let's see what we got here. It was a little earlier in the day. Ugh. Bob, 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 Bob,
1: Bob. Where is Bob?
0: I can't find him. All right. You know, the best thing about uh, Gmail is, man, you can search anything. Anything. I don't have him. It's gone. Gone. All right. We'll just keep trying them here. See what happens. Uh, in case you were wondering, you know, last week in the second hour, we had quite the substantial conversation with Tim Grant from True Bud Barbecue. Uh, if you were living under a rock, I didn't get you excited enough to be. If I didn't get you excited enough to be excited about how the last, well, not the last KCBS contest, but uh, the one that was taking place in Calhoun, Georgia, shook out. Uh, just in case you didn't know. Uh, Tim Grant ends up reserving there and wins team of the year. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure Tim and or Donnie looking for an outright uh, GC, but uh, the reserve uh, good enough to get Tim Grant over the hump. Uh, didn't really add to the points, but they go back to, you know, uh, it's very convoluted at that point. But nevertheless, uh, let's go ahead and race over to the hotline and welcome in friend of the show, Bob Trudnak. Bob, how are you, buddy? Hey, Greg. How are you? Doing absolutely fabulous, Bob. Always appreciate you making time for the show. Uh, A couple different places, I guess, that we can start tonight. Um, If you don't mind, we'll uh, go ahead and start on the competition side of things. Uh, You know, we're towards the end of the year, obviously, just a couple weeks left here before we close out 2013. Uh, If you could just kind of give us a summary look at the Barbecue Gurus competition season and, you know, how you guys ended up and where did that meet your expectations?
4: I think we had a great season. Um, we're, we're, I'm not one of those teams that, you know, chasing points at the end of the year for team of the year. We only do, you know, ten or twelve contests a year. But uh, it's it's one of those things that uh, I'm obsessed with. I love competition. It's a big part of my life. Uh, we got some grands. We got a bunch of reserves. Uh, we did a lot of top tens, uh, and we finished the year great at the World Food Championship. Got first in reds. So I think it was, a, it was a great season for us.
0: If job and money and whatever was no object, uh, could you see Bob Trudnak hitting the circuit to make a run at a team of the year potentially, if you had your druthers?
4: Um, it, 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 if it were just me, uh, you know, out there alone doing competitions, if that's all I was doing, yeah, I, I would do it in a heartbeat. But, you know, life takes over we got the barbecue guru business to run and a catering business um, you know the kids the wife the, everything going on so it, it's not a reality for me right now but maybe someday
0: i'm asking you to speculate here of course but do you think a i mean if you're going to be doing team of the year now you're going to be looking at uh, probably a minimum of 30 to 35 contests uh, you're looking at better part of uh, you know maybe 85% weekends traveled you think at some point maybe during the middle or uh, towards the, the near of that uh, the near end of that season you'd be like wow that's a lot of freaking weekends to travel.
4: <laughs> yes. I say that to myself now and I only, you know I'm on the road every other weekend. Um you know April, May to October. And then by the end of October I'm like wow oh, I kind of can't wait for the break. Um but now it's middle of December I can't wait to get started again.
0: Bob Trudnack joining me here on the show, thebbqguru.com, of course, the website. Bob, you briefly mentioned World Food Championships and how you took first place in ribs over there. That is an event over the last, I mean, this is the, the second time it's happened and really has seen huge rave reviews, uh, even from the very first World Food Championships. that took place a year ago, uh, and then fast forward to this year. Um, it seemed to logistically go better. Uh, Teams were maybe out in the open more than they were last year. Uh, I mean, you've seen a lot of competitions. You've taken place in really big ones and smaller ones. Where does the World Food Championship kind of fit into how you see competition, barbecue, or just food competition growing into the future?
4: i, I got to tell you, there, there's, not, there's no competition like it that I've ever been to. Um, you got the whole barbecue aspect, but then there's six other challenges. And then they plop it right in the middle of Old Vegas. So the experience of just being in Old Vegas by itself is amazing and um, and overwhelming. And then you got the barbecue challenge, and you're seeing the, the guys who were there for the bacon and the chili and the sandwich competitions. It's just an incredible experience. So just being a part of it is pretty amazing. Um, so then to you know, actually get a call is, is even a icing nice on the cake there.
0: When you turned in the ribs, did you think at that point that you were looking at first-place ribs? Were they that good?
4: No. No, I wasn't. (laughs) uh, You know, I know when I hit my mark, um, and I hope for the best, but when you're in a competition with a group of competitors that are are that great, um, you, you don't think you have you're not planning on first place you just planning you're just hoping to get a call you, you know you've done the job of of um, you know cooking the food the way you want it you know it hits the mark and you're just hoping for
0: the best Bob Trodek is my guest um, Bob as far as 2014 you still a similar amount of contests that you're gonna be looking to do and obviously promoting the barbecue guru products
4: yeah yeah I'm actually actually looking at Maybe two or three more contests than I have done previously, and I'm looking to fill up the beginning of my year. Typically, March, April, there's not too much going on. We do a couple in May. June's a little light, but we're going to do a few contests early. Um, There's actually a contest in, in Fred's name, Shotgun Fred, who was the inventor of the Barbecue Guru. Yep. And as most of us know, he passed away a couple of years ago of ALS. But um, his friends down in Texas are putting a competition together the last weekend of February. And it's the Shotgun Fred First Annual uh, Barbecue Showdown. So we're going to be there competing. We're going to be there selling product. We're going to be there talking about Barbecue Guru and Fred and, and Barbecue in general. And we're hoping to get as many people as we can.
0: How great would that be to show up at that first-time event, uh, namesake of the company, uh, creator of the company, and then for you guys to go out and win that? Wouldn't that be awesome?
4: Uh, that would be awesome, but that's not even what I'm thinking. About. I'm just thinking about getting as many people together, celebrate Fred, cook some barbecue, and, yep. and just have a great time.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a great location for it, uh, for sure, instead of uh, kind of up where we are right now, where it's five degrees at best. Um, oh,
4: yeah. Huntsville, Texas, in February, it's going to be 60, 65 <laughs> degrees. It'll be it'll be
0: perfect weather. Perfect weather, no doubt about it. All right, so uh, we'll be looking for the barbecue guru on the 2014 competition circuit. Uh, let me segue here just a second, uh, as oddly as this is, but Bob Trudnack, the barbecue guru, and barbecue sauce. Got to be like the perfect hand and glove thing. What is going on with this sauce, Bob? When did this come out, and, and how long has this been in the works?
4: All right, so the barbecue sauce is something I've been working on for a while. Um, I'm always dabbling in the kitchen. I'm always trying to create the perfect balance of flavors. Uh, when I do competition barbecue, I use a combination of barbecue rubs that are already made, they're already out there. Um, you know, without getting into detail, Dizzy Pig, Three Eyes. Uh, birds and bones, local smoke rubs, uh, they're all great rubs, use yep. them different amounts to get what we want out of, our, out of our flavors. And over time, I've been developing sauce that I think has the perfect balance. And I've used commercial sauces, and I've done well with them, but I wanted my own sauce that goes well with, with competition barbecue, and I've developed that and it came onto the market about two to three weeks ago. I'm getting out in the barbecue stores locally and, you know, throughout the country. So I'm very, very happy with it. It has our catering name, barbecue. Bob's having a barbecue, but it is the official sauce of the barbecue guru cooking team. And I'm using it in competition and I hope people will
1: give it a try.
0: As far as flavor profile, if I stick my finger in it, what are the first things that are going to jump off my tongue?
4: Okay, you stick your finger in it, you put it in your mouth, you're going to get, you're going to get hit with that little bit of sweet, and then you're going to take this kind of ride into the, the herbs and spices, and it's going to finish with a really nice little vinegar tang at the end. But I'm trying to balance it so that, you know, nobody can kind of pick it apart and say, well it's has too much of this or not enough of that. I'm trying to give you that perfect balance of flavors all the way through.
0: Are you trying when you're making a sauce especially if you're looking at I mean obviously it can be an all-around sauce doesn't have to be just for competition but you're a competitor is it going to be a sauce where if if I didn't use the rubs that you had mentioned or maybe I make my own homemade rub it's something that I'm going to be able to work with to to be able to use with a multitude of different rubs?
2: Yeah.
4: Absolutely, absolutely, and and there's tricks and you know I don't think anybody uses one sauce out of a bottle and puts it on their barbecue. You know, there's little tweaks you can make um, to help balance for what you're doing with your rub flavors. Uh, but but I think no matter what you're using, this will be a nice compliment.
0: Bob trodnack joining me here on the show, the BBQ. Guru dot com. Can you get the sauce on uh, the Barbecue Guru website, Bob?
4: You certainly can. You can get it on the Barbecue Guru website, um, and you can also get it on Barbecue Bob's Having a Barbecue.
0: Easy enough. You can get it. Uh, and are you uh, selling uh, just by jar? Or do you go also make like gallon jugs and stuff like that, or what's your uh, size option? I guess
4: I do. I make. Uh, I have nineteen ounce bottles. And you can buy them uh, singly, you can buy them in three packs, or we sell gallons of barbecue sauce for people who are going to use more of it. Whether you're a competition um, person or you're a caterer, we we sell in gallons.
0: Now, obviously going well with sauce is meat, uh, obviously. And uh, you are also kind of uh, opening a a new meat store. It's been open for a little while. Um, What can you tell me about the meat store that you have going up?
4: Yeah, I've got this great meat sponsor out of the Bronx, New York. It's Hunts Point. Uh, and they're supplying beautiful Wagyu briskets. They're supplying fantastic ribs, direct pork, um, and they're sponsoring me. And I wanted to be able to share that with you know other people in our region who want to cook quality meat for competition. So we, d- we developed this little uh, competition meat store on our website. And you can order the meats through me, and we will get shipped direct through Hunts Point in the Bronx and directly to your door. So it's very convenient. It's very high quality. They're hand-picked for competition barbecue. And they also have a bunch of great steaks and other meats there.
0: Now let's make one thing clear, Bob, because obviously not everybody that listens to the show is a competition person, yours truly yeah. included. Just because you don't compete doesn't mean that you shouldn't try some of the higher-end meat to really class up the end product, even if it's a, a hometown barbecue.
4: That's right. I absolutely agree with that. Um, I mean, you try the difference between your, your run in the mill uh, you know, choice brisket and you treat yourself to a Wagyu, you're going to see an unbelievable difference. And I, I think you need to be able to, as a even a backyard cook, try both and and see the difference for yourself. Cook them at the same time, same temperature, same method, and 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 see the difference for yourself. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised.
0: And you know you gotta
4: you gotta treat yourself once in a while.
0: Do you have a specific website for the meat chapa? Uh,
4: well, it's BBQGuru.com. dot com. Backslash Hunt's Point. But if you go to our homepage, uh, on the top right, you'll see Competition Barbecue Meats. Mm -hmm. And you can click right there and get right into the shop. All
0: right. So uh, lastly, before I let you go, Bob, and I appreciate the time tonight, uh, obviously it wouldn't be a conversation about the Barbecue Guru without learning uh, any new product updates or potentially any new products that will be hitting the market for 2014. What can you tell us about what's happening business-wise at the Guru?
4: Well, <laughs> I hate to say it, but we have a, a couple things in the works. It's uh, still in the locking key.
0: Bob, this is the line that but, you um, tell me every time you're on the freaking show. Things are in the works. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> well, at least things are always in the works, right?
4: They are in the works. Yeah. You know, when well, we came out with the Cyber-Q Wi-Fi, I made the announcement. We came out with the Onyx 7 I made the announcement. Yep. We're pretty close to making some some great announcements.
0: Would you and say that uh, are they uh, are they industry changing, or are they uh, just like uh, upgrades to existing stuff?
1: We're upgrading
4: the party queue. But, you know, again, I don't want to get into detail. Right, right. And there will be a new smoker on the market oh, in 2014.
0: All right, that's what I'll tell you. New smoker coming up for 2014. All right. Uh, if you want yeah. to find out about anything, of course, uh, a visit the website, the BBQ Central. Uh, oh my God, thebbqguru.com. Pardon me. Uh, or and and I tell people this when I do the read um, for the sponsorship portion of this with you guys. You know, if you're if you get to the website and you feel like, oh my God, this is a little intimidating. I don't know which one to buy. Always feel free to call 800-288-GURU and talk to one of you guys, right?
4: That's right. Absolutely. And I want to just say one more thing. You know, we had a a wonderful experience sponsoring the American Barbecue Tour last year. And there's some big things to come in 2014. For all you barbecue guru users out there, um, we're ready to give you a little back. So
0: look for us. All right. So it sounds like not only is our new products, but there could be a big announcement coming as well, to be determined. Um, That's right. This is Bob Trudnak. You can find him at thebbqguru.com. Of course, you can call 800-288-GURU. Uh, Bob, always appreciate the time and uh, have a great holiday. Thanks for coming on tonight, buddy.
4: All right, Greg. You take care. You all got it. See.
0: There he is, Trudnak. This guy is class all the way. Um, I don't want to sit here and brag on one of my sponsors, but a long time ago, long time ago, I was doing this show in just podcast form. That's all it was. I was calling somebody at a designated time whenever it worked for us. We would long form an interview, and then I would painstakingly go through and kind of piece together the best 20 or 30 minutes of an hour, hour and a half long conversation. Like it got to the point where I was sitting there and editing out ums and ahs. That's one of the reasons I started doing the live show, so I could concentrate on my own to say, to hear myself, am I doing ums, am I doing ahs? When should I take a pause? Stop, take a pause, find the word, then talk, so you don't go, uh. The nervous fill, as I call it. And I said, hey, Bob, going to be doing a live show. Do you want to jump over from the podcast sponsorship to the live show sponsorship? And uh, he said, yeah, sign me up right now. Can we do it tomorrow or can we do it yesterday? Is that possible? He's been the most loyal sponsor of the show because he was there from uh, day one, literally from day one back on the old Barbecue for You podcast. You go back and listen to the ads at the top of those. Fantastic. Always appreciate that. And always great conversation. Got a good insight. Got some new products coming. Got some upgrades coming to existing products and a big announcement coming next year or sometime to be determined and or scooped on this show. So look for that. All right, folks. It's just a mere couple weeks away. Christmas is coming. You are continuing to procrastinate. Bad idea.
2: Get that big stuff out of here.
0: Visit stephendefranco.com right now while you're listening to the show or watching the show. Get your phone. Get your tablet, whatever. Go to stephendefranco, D-I-F-R-A-N-C, stephendefranco.com. And then peruse the inventory kind of quickly now because, you know, time's drawing near. And then give Steve a call, 440-943-2700, 440 943 two seven zero zero right ask for steve if he doesn't answer the phone say hey steve my name is pete tom Susie, tim joe shit the rag man and i am a centralite i was just on your website i saw this watch or this necklace or these earrings i need a ring something what can you do for me you know don't get caught going to the chain stores that have the huge overhead that have people looking to just sell you into something that's more expensive that you don't really need. Don't get sold. Get educated. Let Steve ask you questions. Let him learn exactly what you're looking for. then let him make some recommendations on what might meet those needs. And more importantly than that, your budget. Now, when you're ordering from Steve, especially with the watches, you get that extra year warranty that you wouldn't normally get from anywhere else. He can customize colors of watches, the lugs on some of those watches. Only he can do it. Batteries for free for life free engraving free shipping so he's going to be saving you not only on the retail price we to be saving you on the shipping price as well that's why i only deal with steve you should too Four four zero nine four three two seven zero zero. 943 2700 stephendefranco.com time is running out literally time is running out for christmas don't screw up like you did last year you son of a bitch go to stephendefranco.com be happy get laid yeah we're back with FBA talk right after this. Stick around, we'll be right back.
3: in the smoke call eight seven seven four four eight zero four three three to get on the air
0: now here's your host greg rampy
3: 877
0: 448 greg at the bbq central all right gang the past few weeks we have been heavy into the kcbs team of the year race well in the southeast portion of the country there is one just as hot if not hotter than the kcbs race the florida barbecue association will crown a champ this coming weekend in perry florida at the southern pines blues and barbecue contest my next guest currently in the lead but by the very narrowest of margins here to give us a look ahead to the contest coming weekend Pitmaster of sweet smoke q let's welcome back to the show Jim Elson. Jim, how are you, bud?
5: I'm good. How are you, Greg?
0: Doing absolutely fabulous, Jim. Uh, Jim, do you not have a camera on tonight? Uh, I did have it. I see I uh... I don't have one, though. Uh... Can't see me, but I can't... Oh, oh, oh. Hey, huh? look at this. Technology hey, there is that guy. That? Back out on the lanai. Hey,
5: I'm, I'm in my shorts, you know, by the pool.
0: Yeah, I think... Uh... I think, Jim, you just like to be on Skype video, so you can shove it up everybody else's ass that you're on the lanai and we're freezing here in 10-degree weather in Cleveland.
5: Yeah, I think about 95% of the country is uh, in the, uh, the frozen tundra.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, uh, well you know, my parents live in uh, Bradenton, Florida, if you're familiar.
5: Oh, yeah, not, not too far, about, uh, about an hour and a half from me. All right. so right in, the, right, right in the center of the state for me.
0: I was just talking to them maybe two hours ago, and they're like, oh, well. Uh, you know, my mom's uh, Greg, I heard it's so cold up there in Cleveland. Well, it's just the opposite down here. It's 85 degrees. Oh, it's so, hot, it's so hot. I hot, I can't hardly believe it. I'm like, yeah, it must suck to be yeah, 85 it really degrees. It, it really does. Yeah, well, who— Forget about all of that and my terrible mother's impression. I'm going to yell that for out there. Um, Jim, we just saw a KCBS Team of the Year race wrap up this past weekend in Calhoun, Georgia. Uh, True Bud wins that crown. This coming weekend, the FBA will crown their champ. Uh, You're currently sitting atop that fray right now, but you have Hot Wachulas and Big Papa's Country Kitchen uh, within three points of you. I guess before we get into that, can you kind of recap how you feel your year has gone to this point?
5: Uh, it's been, it's been uh, awesome. I mean, I, you know, if you asked me uh, the first of the year if I would have thought I would be in this position, I would have probably said you're, you're full of shit. Um, you know, we, uh, we went into the year, in end of last year we uh, finished ninth, ninth in the FBA, and our goal this year was uh, to, to be top five. Uh, I thought that was kind of realistically realistic, uh, but wasn't for sure. Uh, we were cooking good at the end of last year, uh, going into the first, of uh, the 2013, we, uh, we changed some things up on our flavor profile and actually went the, the other way. Uh, we were, we were getting, you know, some, um, you know, some top 10, but it, you know, we got to 10th, 9th, uh, that kind of thing. So I went back to my notes and looked at like, you know, figure out what, what I was doing. So I went back to my, uh, same flavor profile that i was doing at the end of last year and uh we uh about in uh march we hit a hit a hot streak we were like on fire
0: jim elser joining me here on the show sweet smoke and then the letter q.com obviously the website uh jim i'm giving away uh, sweet smoke q juice on the show here for the last uh, number of months jim i'm getting a lot of questions about the hat in the chat room is that a buckeye hat
5: well, Greg, yeah, I'm originally from Ohio, so yeah, I'm I, I'm a proud wow. Buckeye. You're no matter.
0: you're feeling the kick in the balls like the rest of us all the way down there.
5: Yes, yeah, I am. I mean, I, I, it really hurt. Uh, but you know, being down here in Florida, you know, these Florida State fans are Oof. just, you know, they even even before the game uh, last weekend, uh, they 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 had uh, you know Florida State whooping uh, Ohio State's butt. You know, even before the game, so. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, not saying that, you know, it, Florida State would have beat Ohio State. I, I just think, um, you know, I I don't think Ohio State was, you know, a number one or number two team in the country. You know, I, they're, they're top five, but, um, you know, it, it hurt. But, you know, I'm kind of glad that, you know, we don't have to listen to that, at, you know, the uh, Florida State and the uh, SEC, you yeah. know, crap.
0: Yeah, no no doubt about it. Uh, Jim, you know, one thing that is, I guess, unique about the race that you're in, Florida Barbecue Association, when compared to KCBS, is that, and we talked about this a little bit uh, a couple days in advance, you could literally GC this event this coming weekend and still not claim FBA Team of the Year title. Shocking to some for sure, I know. Can you kind of set the stage for us a bit on how things are right now and how some of these scenarios need to unfold uh, for you to win? Or how could you potentially even GC and not take overall championship? It seems crazy.
5: It, it, it is crazy. You know, uh, you know, we could GC and then, uh, you know, with, with the FBA points, uh, it, it, it's kind of simple. Uh, but, you know, the team of the year points are based, based on not your overall scores uh, where if we would GC uh, this coming weekend, that's basically the overall score. So I could say, say for example, uh, I could take first in rib or first in chicken. Uh, Matt Barber Hot Water could take second. I could take first, uh, second in uh, ribs. He could take first. I could take sec- or first in pork. He could take second. Say I got eleventh in brisket and he finishes sixth. He would win the team of the year. Wow, um, it's based on a uh, a ten point uh, system for a team of the year. So if you get a if you get first place, it's ten point. Uh, uh, second is nine. You know, down to tenth place is first. And same thing with the overall. Um, so just by just by the the points um, on on your your individual category, it's it's not by the total points of your score. It's by, you know, your placement. So, yes, I could, you know, potentially, you know, if I take GC this weekend and I could potentially lose it.
0: <laughs> you know, a very small amount of me wants to actually see that happen so we can see the shitstorm <laughs> that would ensue going, how can this guy win grand champion? He doesn't win team of the year when he started the competition ahead of that. I mean, that would be crazy. Let's uh, not think I, about
5: it. You know, yeah, I'd be the first one to, you know, I, I don't know. It, <laughs> it, it, it'd be real crazy, but. All I have to do is, you know, finish ahead of both those guys in know, every, every category. Like, right. No matter if it's 10th through, you know, whatever. I just got to finish, you know, ahead of those guys.
0: You take care of your business. Everything takes care of itself after that. That is right. Jim Elser joining me here on the show. Sweet Smoke, the letter Q.com, the website if you want to check it out while we're talking. You know, Jim, on a scale of confidence, and I know pitmasters hate when I ask him about this, but given the quality of the teams just behind you in the points, how confident are you feeling that you'll be able to get down into Perry this weekend and come out with that team of the year title?
5: I, I would like to say I, I feel a hundred percent confident, but you know, these, these guys, you know, the two guys behind me, uh, Dana, Dana Hillis, from big Papa, you know, he's been, he's been cooking the very good, uh, Matt Barber, hot Wachulas, same thing. Um, I seem to be the, uh, and, and it's been the joke in the, uh, the FBA in the last, you know, several months. I'm, I'm the, I'm the third place, uh, King cause I've been getting a lot of third places, uh, which is not bad. You know, I, I'm not complaining about that, yep. but, um, you know, I, I think, um, you know, I, I've, I've been cooking fairly well, uh, the last few months, uh, we went to, uh, did some KCBS con- contest in Nevada and I didn't fare as as well as I would like to out there just you know the flavor pro I the flavor profile was a little bit different out there than what I was you know normally down here in the southeast I didn't change anything up um so we we did alright out there just um you know a little bit different flavor profile here in the south especially my my pork you know I uh everybody uh, obviously knows that I use the uh the the, the Q juice the pork injection here um cool. it, and um it's just not the injection it's your, you know your rubs your finishing sauces so I, I went to um, we did a contest in uh, Laughlin Nevada and I my brother was, was out there with me and I told him before pork turned in I said I don't know if this uh, pork sauce is gonna fare well out here um, it's it's it has a little more tang tang to it not quite as sweet as um, you know a lot of people are using and, and it definitely hurt us so uh, we switched that up for the World Food Championship. We did a little bit better, but you know, we, then we came back down here uh in Lakeland and almost got us a grand. We took third place, missed the grand by one and a half points. And um so I think we're we're cooking pretty good. Uh, you know, I just hopefully uh I can turn in, you know, the best stuff I can uh turn in.
0: If I can play devil's advocate just for a second here, Jim. If things for whatever reason don't end up going your way this weekend Will there be some type of disappointment on your end by not getting the title as you look back on the overall season?
5: Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I would say yes. Uh, just because I, I went back and looked at, um, you know, the the overall, you know, the overall year, and there was a lot of points that just little little points I could have picked up here and there. Um, but you know, not taking it in again against the way you know. Anything against uh, Dane or, or Matt, you know, they cook well, too. Um, so I, I think there, there will be a little disappointment, um, you know. But then again, I didn't come into the year, you know, expecting to, you know, go for team of the year. You know, this is my my fourth year competing. Really, my this is my second year really, you know, totally, you know, competing more than, you know, a handful of times.
0: Jim, you mentioned this a couple minutes ago um, when I was talking to Tim Grant last week from True Bud. He said he thought that the flavors down in the Southeast were different from some of the other places that he cooks. You kind of mentioned the same thing as you got out west. You know, as someone who does a lot of events, obviously in the Southeast, what kind of flavor profiles can you articulate that really seem to hit the judges' fancy?
5: Uh, down here, it's it's sweet, the sweeter the better. Um, you know, ribs. We uh, I call them. Uh, candy on a on a bone because that's what they are um, when i when i first started off and you know competing uh, i didn't put enough you know sugar I, I put i put probably four or five different types of sugar on my ribs so it, it's a it's a sweeter profile chickens the same way um, what i've been really uh you know killing it down here in the uh, the fBA and in, in the pork the pork category is I, I put my sweet on the pork. Um, my finishing sauce is not that sweet, um, so it, it's it's a it's a it's a real sweet you know a sweet flavor profile. Uh, brisket is not uh, we don't put a lot of um, barbecue sauce or, or finishing sauce on our our brisket slices which are the, you know the flats, but but the burn heads are fairly sweet so. Um, Going out in the, uh, you know, competing out in the uh, the West, I talked to several different teams, and uh, I think that might be what they were telling me a lot more sweeter than we do in the FBA.
0: Jim Elser is-, is my guest. Jim, just transitioning out of the competition thing uh, just for a second, obviously uh, on this show uh, not only are you known as a great competitor out there in the Southeast, but the guy that makes Sweet Smoke Q-Juice, a very popular pork injection, how is that side of things going for you uh, business wise? And, and how do you see that potentially growing into the future?
5: Oh, it's, it's going, uh, very well. We just uh, came out on uh retail, uh, probably in, in, in May this year. And it's been a huge hit, uh, getting, you know, selling it across the country and, and people are doing very well with it. Um, so I, I can't be more happier than, you know, at the, pro- you know, the progress of, you know, the, uh, how it's selling, um, and the, the future is we're looking at. I have a, a beef injection I'd like to get out in uh, early uh, 2014. Will be basically the same concept, a liquid uh, concentrate. Uh, so i have been working on that. I just just tweaking little things here and there before I'm, ha- you know, satisfied to to get it out and you know, to for retail.
0: You can obviously find that at Sweet Smoke Q, dot com. We're talking with Jim Elser; he's the pitmaster of Sweet Smoke Q Barbecue Team, and he'll be looking to take the outright win for the Florida Barbecue Association Team of the Year this weekend at the Perry, Florida contest. Uh, Jim, obviously Centralite's looking for any break in costs at any chance that they can get. I don't suppose we can squeeze any type of discount out of you for that uh, yeah, Sweet Smoke Q juice.
5: Yeah, if you uh, haven't tried it, or have you tried it and you liked it, um, you can go on my website, sweetsmokeletterq.com. And uh, anything on my website, I have uh, my uh, two barbecue sauces, uh, some other things on the website, plus the uh, the pork injection. If you go uh, put the discount code at checkout, um, hol- hol- just the word holiday, you get a twenty percent off everything on the website until next Wednesday.
0: Wednesday, twenty percent off everything until next Wednesday. Correct? Yes. Yeah. All the
5: right. Co- the, the code holiday.
0: Perfect. Sounds great. Use the code holiday. Go to the dot com and uh, stock up and get twenty percent off. Jim, obviously we are pulling for you this weekend. Uh, we'll wish you nothing but good All luck, on. and I uh, really great. appreciate you coming on tonight to talk about.
5: It. Hey, uh, thanks for having me. It was always a pleasure.
0: Yeah, you got it. There he is, Jim Elser. We smoke Q looking to grab the overall team of the year in the Florida Barbecue Association. So just when you think it couldn't get hotter than it was this past weekend in Calhoun. It is. It's hotter. Right down in Florida, where literally, you know, last weekend it was Hold on a second here, I'm missing some one, two, three, four. Oh. to make sure i got my stuff there uh you know last year or uh, this past weekend you know obviously it would have been great to have you know tim or donnie grand champion and then you win you know through the win of the competition uh didn't end up working out like that tim uh gets reserve grand which is great donnie ends up finishing 10th uh tim on the strength of his season wins uh overall team of the year which is uh fantastic for him and, obviously, uh, congratulations to Donnie Bray on a fantastic season as well. But you're in a position now where you're Jim Elser, where you could win the whole freaking thing and not win Team of the Year because of points. Wow, that's crazy. Out I'll be watching with bated breath. Uh, you should be watching for Tasty Licks Barbecue Supply, TastyLicksBBQ.com. That's right, TastyLicksBBQ.com, 800-677-2882. Get over there right now, subscribe to the newsletter, watch all the videos. Realize, as I've said on any number of occasions, that Fred is a trusted online retailer and valued supporter of this show. If you want grills, if you want ceramic cookers, if you want offset cookers, if you want Kamado-style cookers, if you want biscuit cookers, you name it, Fred has it, like in stock, not he has it and you'll know, you wait five years to get it until he gets it in stock everything that you see on the website in stock ready to ship to you promptly all of the different kinds of rubs and sauces that are out there that are very popular he has them in stock if you are a big green egg person fred actually gets items made for him accessory wise that nobody else gets in the country they're specifically made for fred he partners with a lot of these accessory makers gives them ideas brings them to market voila they are ready for you so they are classified as the egg Spurts. and of course he's always giving classes some about pizza, some about barbecue, bringing in top talent to give competition cooking classes at a Shillington, Pennsylvania location. So I implore you, encourage you, and do likewise, gents. TastylicksBBQ.com or call 800-677-2882. Barbecue. All right, your chance to win a $20 gift certificate to the barbecue superstore coming up out of the break. Stick around. We'll be right back. You can win a twenty dollar gift certificate to the Barbecue Superstore, thebbqsuperstore.com. Send me an email and in the subject line, Jim Elser Sweet Smoke Q, the letter Q. Jim Elser Sweet Smoke Q, and you can win a twenty dollar gift certificate to the Barbecue Superstore again. That's thebbqsuperstore.com. Thanks to Richard Parker and the gang over there. Jim Elser Sweet Smoke, the letter Q, for your chance to win. Greg at TheBBQCentralShow.com. Two ways to get in touch with me, should you see fit. So I'm wondering, uh, especially for the competitors out there in the marketplace, better known as Instant Chat, if you are in a Team of the Year race, currently sitting in first, And you grand champion the last event of the year. And you are not team of the year. How pissed off are you? Pretty pissed? Mega pissed? Not pissed? There would be a faction that would say, look, I mean, you know the rules. You know what you're getting into. Just because you are leading Team of the Year right now doesn't mean that if you win this event, you should be winning Team of the Year. I understand how the rules are. I think it is a little... I think... I'm not blowing it out of proportion. Um, But I think there might be a few emails, written letter of correspondence, and or likewise that would say, hey, uh, I was winning the points, I won the competition, and I didn't win Team of the Year? What? What? That would be weird. That would be weird to see. Would that be a rule changer come uh, next uh, elections at uh, Florida Barbecue Association? Uh, I'll be honest, I've lost touch with it ever since um, uh, Rub got out of presidency. Other presidents um, not really uh, open to coming on the ship for FBA. We'll try and rectify that situation down the road. I thought uh, for years we had a great relationship with the Florida Barbecue Association. Uh, Kevin Bevington was uh, president there for a number of years. as He was also ass-whooping all the FBA teams for like five years in a row. And we moved on to rub, and then after that we kind of lost touch, so we'll, we'll try and effort that for the 2014 season, get FBA on this show, a little bit more in the mix. I know I would appreciate that. Uh, but we'll see how it shakes out in Calhoun, uh, Calhoun. We'll see how it shakes out in Perry, Florida. Again, that'll be this coming weekend. Jim Elser, Sweet Smoke Q. Dana Hillis, Big Papa's Country Kitchen. And Matt Barber, Hot Watch Reminds me of Dan from Wachula. Every time I hear Wachula. If you're not a fan of the show, you don't have any idea what I'm talking about. All right. uh, We will get loaded up for the second hour. Don't forget, we have Joe Belen coming in. I have show announcements to make for the upcoming remainder of the shows. Both ongoing and for the rest of the calendar year. We have giveaways. One more giveaway coming up. Sweet Smoke Q Juice. Uh, All that. Plus uh, your phone calls and emails. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central networks.
2: My Why do people understand my intention?
0: Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Wait, wait. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going? We <laughs> have
1: a great show of a big fan. So what What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbonneau, it's all about the Charbonneau, dude. Succulent fish, what? We ate 50 for
5: face. Oh, I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds.
1: <laughs> we have top men
3: working on it right now. Ooh. Ooh. top
0: men? All right, just like that, we are into the second hour, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's try that again. Here we go. Uh, If you want to jump in on the show tonight, more than happy to have you. 877-448-0433. You can also email the show. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. More than happy to have you. Got something to add to the conversation? Want to weigh in on what's going to be happening down in Florida this coming weekend? Jump in right now. I'll put you up. Give me your two cents. Then take off, hoser. Take off. (laughs) Out of here. Uh, we wish Jim Elser good luck. Uh, everybody but Dana Hillis has actually been on the show. Matt Barber was on a while back. He's got uh, quite the budding uh, co-packer and sauce uh, packer, sauce packer business going on down there. So if you're looking for somebody to help make your sauce that you have in your head, Matt Barber probably a good place to check out if you want to. From Hot Watchulas. So, at least two of the three people have the, uh, the residual show karma. Jim obviously has the most show karma right now because he was just on the freaking show. Damn right. Good for you, Jim. Way to be smart. Uh, his website again sweetsmokeq.com, and he is doing a holiday giveaway, <clears throat> holiday special. Go to sweetsmokeq.com. Anything that is for sale on his website, enter the code HOLIDAY and the uh, promo code FIELD. 20% off the entire order. That's good until next Wednesday. So that would be the uh, 18th, one week from Christmas. Still to come tonight, Joe Bieland, Canoe Barbecue Crew. We're going to be talking about the King of the Smoker competition. They won that one. We'll talk to him about the experience out there when you... What's the number again? To what? The show? eight seven seven four four eight zero four three three. It's the only the same freaking number I've said the last seven years. Matt, open your... You got corn cobs between your ears, son? One of my favorite jerky boy comments ever. We will get Joe's take on how the King of the Smoker competition really has risen to cataclysmic fame, rave reviews, within a 12-month time frame. It's inaugural event a year ago went off to rave reviews. Some people saying that even it was the best competition they had been to all year. Some said ever for a first-time event and then getting a year of preparation and experience underneath your belt. Um I don't know how you could get better reviews than there were last year for a first-time event, but the second-time event this past weekend seemed to match that or exceed. So a number of different things to get into with Joe aside from him winning, and uh, we'll certainly do that in about 11 minutes from now. All right, programming notes, as I said. Man, I hate to say, hate to say, the Wednesday show is dead.
2: Big step
0: out of here. In the words of Willie Robertson, Igow. Now, this is uh, no reflection on Ray Lampy, Doctor Barbecue. Believe it or not, uh, I've been in—I've con- been in concert communication, which is somewhere between concert and communication. Constant. I've been in uh, constant communication with Ray Lampy on. Um, this whole thing and uh, believe it or not it was just a matter more of the day job actually running up against Wednesday and I don't have with all the other stuff uh, but the the, the day job has really bitten into the ability to do the Wednesday show and I'm not going to get into the specific stuff but you know it's good to be busy at the day job obviously you know you don't want to get the uh, notice that maybe you should take some time off like permanently out uh, so Ray is amenable to doing the Ask Dr. Barbecue segment on the Tuesday show. We're going to plan to do it the first Tuesday of every month, I believe. So you can kind of bank on that. Still send in the questions. Still do the AskDrBarbecue.com uh, website thing, and uh, we'll do it once a month. Uh, but again, uh, mostly related to my work more than anything else. And for whatever reason, Tuesdays just seem to be the best day for me, the best day for the show, best day for the audience, bottom line, so we keep it Tuesday. We're going to keep it. We're going to do it live. All right, let's go to the phones. Area code 407. Name and where you're calling from.
1: Hey, it's Matt from Florida.
0: Hey, Matt. How are you, buddy?
1: Hey, Matt. Oh, man. I got to tell you, I got to pick Jim to win this one.
0: You're going out on a limb and picking Jim to win. I don't
1: know. Wait, wait! You sit out on a limb. No, I'm not going out a limb. I'm, I'm going with Jim, man.
0: Oh, you're that confident?
1: The, the guy's got the juice.
0: You want to put some cheddar on that cracker, cousin?
1: Oh, uh, well, you, you got all the cheddar, is, man. You got all the, uh, the sponsorship and everything up there. So, yeah. I mean, as much as I love Madden, and the rest of the IPC guys and everything else out there, man, Jim, the, the guy, the guy backs it up.
0: All right. So you think that this coming weekend in Perry? Now, is that are you going to be uh, you going to be out there taking it in? Are you competing? I,
1: wish I could. It, it, it's a little farther. Florida is a lot bigger state than most people realize. It's it's a lot farther than I could. I will probably see Jim up in Apopka, and I'll also see him in Oviedo uh, and a lot of other competitions. We also have a great now store. Now from your friends, Chad from Whiskey Bent.
0: Wow. So this is going to be. I mean. Look, Matt, I mean, you follow the competition scene, I'm sure. Can you imagine uh, being in the lead, winning the event this weekend, and then somehow not being crowned champion after all of that?
1: In Florida, it wouldn't surprise me because don't we have to hang Chad?
0: (laughs) That was years ago, Matt. Come on.
1: Yeah, I, I can't imagine it. It would be really be horrible to have to figure it out down here in the FDA, but I'm a newcomer to it, so I really have no way to throw around and say, we got to figure out a better solution. Um, Jim's the best guy to talk about this, and, and, and Team Unknown, and there's a lot of other teams that are you better to talk to about it before I get myself in trouble where I walk into a competition and get stoned.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, let's not get stoned. Let's do it only the right way with weed. No, all right uh meet what uh, what else you got Matt?
1: hey that's, i'm just i'm grateful for this show man it's a lot of fun i love to hear the guys especially jim chad and here's the guys from the fb on here from time to time David butcher and the rest of the guys it's awesome i really appreciate your time
0: yeah you got it thank you matt for calling it beat it i don't have a prize otherwise to give you a prize stay tuned for a giveaway sweet smoke huges matt you probably actually won that i bet I'm looking into the chat here, which I typically don't want to do. Yeah, yeah. Jim, pressure's on. You got a caller backing you. Watch out. One caller speaking for the entire nation. So that's the programming note that I have in regards to the Wednesday show. I mean, we haven't had a Wednesday show maybe but once uh, in the month of January or of December. And it just isn't, just not there. That's all I can say about that. So from now on, like starting tomorrow, no show ongoing. Now, let's talk about the upcoming few weeks towards the end of the year. It just so happens that Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve fall on Tuesdays. Likewise, Christmas Day and Christmas. New Year's Day, fall on Wednesdays. So I I don't foresee any audience at all Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve. So uh, for the last two weeks of the year, we will be uh, playing. Kevin and I from Outdoor Cooking Channel will be getting into cahoots and uh, kind of doing a internal poll of what shows we think were the best of the year so if you're listening right now uh, or over the next couple weeks if there was a show that you thought was spectacular let me know and uh, we will put those shows up for the final two weeks of the year so that would be uh, the 24th and the 31st and then we'll be back with new shows Um, on the very first uh, part of the year which i believe would be the 7th so uh, look for new shows starting right out of the box. But I think it would be futile to expect anybody to show up between 9 and 11 on uh, on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. I mean, I'm fooling myself. Even my ego does have some bounds, believe it or not. Speaking of somebody's ego who has no bounds, Dave Bosco, Butcher Barbecue. This guy is outraged. First of all, he is offering this trade-in program right now where if you have somebody else's commercial injection and it is not working for you, the scores are good, uh, your buddies aren't giving you the high fives and the butt daps on the rear, and you know it's all because of this damn injection that you decided to try when you should have got Butcher's in the first place, no problem. Go to ButcherBBQ.com, hit the trade-in link top right of the navigation, turn off the sheet, and then send back the commercially remaining product to dave he will get it in he will weigh it all final weigh-ins from dave are calculated and then at your direction he will send you back pork beef prime or bird booster so don't just throw that other injection away that's a waste of money don't waste your money go to butcherbbq.com and then do the trade-in program this was like one of the best things ever Dave Bossett coming out with that trade-in program was excellent. I remember when we unveiled it on this show, I was like, wow, this guy's really thinking. Not only is he trying to make his own customers happy by providing great products, which they know, but now he's, you know, the people that have been pissed that they tried something else and, you know, otherwise would have had to throw thrown away, Dave's taking care of that, providing his own product back in return. And it's winning all across the nation. KCBS, FBA, IBCA, New England Barbecue Association, Great Lakes Barbecue Association, Pacific Northwest Barbecue Association, associations of barbecue associations that are associated with barbecue associations, all winning with them. Damn right. On top of all of that, you know he's got the injections. You know he's got the bird booster. A lot of you are going to be doing turkey again for Christmas. Use it. Bird booster. It's going to retain seven times more liquid more moisture. Than it would be on a traditional brine. You know, these are the only two times you eat turkey during the year. Thanksgiving, you turn around a month later, you eat one for Christmas. I know you're going to do it. Maybe you're going to make a ham as well. Don't be fooled. If you have a question about anything related to barbecue, Dave is the guy to ask. Go to butcherbbq.com, hit the contacts button, ask Dave a question. You'll be surprised. This guy is on top of his game and really gracious with his time and knowledge. Looking for rub, looking for sauces, Dave has all of those as well. Uh, but tonight I am talking a lot about the trade-in program because, uh, to me, uh, not only is it showing that he has confidence in his own products, but he has the confidence to take in some, uh, I guess, substandard products and turn around something that you're going to like. You know you're going to like. That's why you should go to butcherbbq.com. A, and B, you should always trust your butcher. Uh, we're back with Joe Bieland right after this. Stick around. All right, we're back. Uh, my guest in the second hour, invited to La Quinta, California, this past weekend to take part in King of the Smokers. When the oh, bad pond that I didn't even realize, when the smoke cleared, he and his team reigned supreme over everyone else here to recap the weekend, the win, pitmaster of the Tippy Canoe Barbecue Crew, and friend of this show, Joe Beelin, joining me here on the show. Joe, how are you? Great.
6: Good, I'm awesome. Greg, how
0: are you? I'm doing absolutely fabulous, Joe. Appreciate you asking, making time tonight. Uh, You know, big weekend for you and the team, obviously, Joe. And I was seeing a number of accounts from teams that were not only having a little difficulty getting to King of the Smokers, but also getting back home. So before I guess we get into the event itself, uh, leaving the lush confines of La Quinta, how was your travel back and how was your travel too? (laughs)
6: <laughs> yeah, actually, it worked out pretty good for us. We were really worried about getting out there and what that was going to be like, but uh, we flew out of Minneapolis and, and got through with just a couple-hour delay, so that went, uh, went just fine.
0: Joe Bieland joining me here on the show. Uh, Joe, you know you've been to a number of competitions over the last uh, you know two, three years. How does this, and we're talking about King of Smokers, obviously, but how does this physical location Compare to some of the other venues and events that you hit up during the course of a year?
6: There's no comparison, Greg. This thing, <laughs> all the descriptions you've seen online, the things you've read, uh, they're all true and, and maybe more. Um, it's it's just the perfect spot for something like this. It's a place that I, I'd never go um, if it wasn't for this, something I would never be able to do um, without... Uh, you know, without Sterling and the and the King of the Smoker event, um, it's it's so beautiful, so amazing, so over the top, and and then really between the resort, uh, and and Sterling and the Big Poppa's team, uh, the work they do to make sure the teams have everything they need. Uh, from bringing in smokers to shipping out anything you might need to make sure they have it there on site. It's it's really, really an over-the-top event that's an experience like nothing I've ever, never had. So it's a, it's a lot of fun, something something that's hard to, hard to describe. You just kind of have to see it, uh, believe it or not, to, to believe it.
0: Joe Bielen joining me here on the show. tippycanoebbq.com is the website if you want to check it out here while we're talking. Oh, shit. Hold on a second, Joe. All right, there we go. I'm an idiot. Yay. Oh, forgive me, Joe. Forgive me. Um, so uh, there seems to be, and I guess uh, for good reason, a lot of hype around this event. Uh, all all things good, by the way. Charities that it benefits, the uh, showcase to the public, of course, the ability to win a good chunk of change isn't uh, half bad either. Is there a lot of discussion on the circuit about how one gets into this event or doesn't get in, um, you know, in just a few years' time, it's really become an event teams want to get that invite to, right?
6: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I hear a lot about it. I get a few of those questions. We've been fortunate enough to go uh, both years that the event's been held and uh yeah, you get those questions about what's that look like and it's kind of hard to describe and I had a conversation with Sterling about it, and I heard him last week on your show and and uh he tried to to kind of clear that up a little bit but it it is uh there there isn't a hard set of rules, and I don't think there will be you know i i don't I don't think there probably can be it's It's really about uh the year that uh, that a team had, the personality I think has a lot to do with it, and and the chemistry between the the teams. Sterling does uh, does a lot of work to make sure that uh, we're all we're all happy and communicating and, and talking and, and doing all those kind of things. You know, this event is has a public aspect to it as well as uh, one of the ways that they raise money for their charities is to sell sell tickets to get in, and uh, there's demonstrations that the teams put on. Uh, he provides the tent, and there's no sides on those tents, and that's on purpose. So uh, after 1.30, yeah, Sterling was really smart, I think, about that to, uh, to make sure that turn-ins were done. But after 1.30, they open the gates, and people come through and, and have an opportunity to interact with cooks. And, and that's uh, that's a part of, of that process, I think, too, is that, that ability to interact and, and represent uh, barbecue in a positive way.
0: You know, I think Sterling talked about it last week, and uh, obviously I'm interested in getting your take on it, too, as well, Joe, any other competition during the course of the year, uh, there might be a few oddballs. You guys are really kind of uh, secluded, you know, by choice. It's not something that typically, you know, you're just kind of out in the open showing everybody what you're doing. And this is the way the sport has kind of evolved, especially over the last three, four years, the, the big trailers, uh, and everybody's kind of doing their own thing uh, off by themselves. And Sterling has really made the effort, as you said, no sides on the easy ups. He's getting people out there. In a grand scenario kind of a situation, to have competition barbecue continue to grow, do you think there needs to be more access like what took place this past weekend so people can really see it and say, hey, you know, he's not a superstar athlete. Uh, It doesn't take a rocket science uh, degree. There's nothing overly special that qualifies you to be a really good pit master except the drive to want to be good and practice it, right?
6: Yep, exactly. And I I do think we need to to figure that out as a sport collectively and uh I'm not pointing fingers to anybody else. I've got I've got the trailer. I'm inside that trailer with the door closed doing my thing, uh you know, not out of the public eye either. Uh when I go to a contest and and the, uh, the normal contests we we attend aren't really set up for that and it's too bad. You know, I I hear stuff on the radio, I read the the, the papers headed into a contest week at, at, a, at a local place that so we're going to a local contest, and they'll be talking about you know how the best barbecue pit masters in the world are converging on, on small-town Iowa to compete in this contest, and that's all true. What they don't tell them is that they're not going to be able to see a lot, and they're probably not going to be able to taste any food, and uh, we're all going to be pretty busy doing our thing. And uh, I think they show up wanting to experience barbecue. They've seen it on TV. Uh, they, they see the stuff on the internet and they get there and uh, it's, it's really not for spectators, it's not a spectator sport at this point. And, and uh, as, as somebody who's better around four or five years and watched that, that evolve, I think the next step may be making it about getting those eyes and getting those feet on the ground at a barbecue contest. So we're going to attract sponsors who will continue to, to foot the bill and in some cases uh, increase that prize pool for, for all of us cooks. I think there probably has to be some return for that. Uh, those sponsors aren't aren't standing there waiting to hand out money uh, just to help all of us out. Obviously, they're trying to drive traffic and, and all of those things. to. And so at the contest site, I think the only way to do that is to get more involved with the public. So we had to figure out how to do that. I don't know what the right answer is, but uh, definitely the event this weekend seemed like a right step in that direction. We all knew going in what was going to be expected. I think everybody you know, was happy to do it, and uh, it's a it's a pretty good trade.
0: Let's go ahead and kind of recap the cook itself, Joe. Uh, you know, once settled in, what did you guys kind of get to work on first in, in preparation for the the cook?
6: Well, what's what's unique about this this event is at, uh, I'll try to think, it was 2.30 on Friday afternoon, all the teams gather together. They kind of have the bingo machine with ping pong balls in it that are numbered, and they have uh, teams listed in a random order. Uh, I happened to be the first team called uh, in that random order. They pulled my ping pong ball with the number 11 on it, so I got the cooler number 11 that had um, three ribs Two pork butts, two briskets, and two whole chickens in it. So I get my number, go over, grab, grab the box, and uh, start start prepping. Obviously, that's not what I have in a normal contest, but I would say that'd be true for the 23 other cooks as well. Two briskets is pretty normal, but everything else, quantity-wise, is is less than what I'm getting, and in some cases, uh, specifically the chicken. Obviously, I'm not buying buying whole chickens uh, to start my contest. So we we started with our big meats and prepped those like we normally did, although we had a few less pork butts than we normally do. Those were pretty much the same. Brisket was the same. Trimmed up some ribs. Again, other than quantity, that's pretty typical. And then I got to the chicken, and that's really where I spent a lot of time breaking down the chickens and trying to figure out what I was going to turn in out of those two whole chickens.
0: Joe, do you think even if you are – a backyard guy, uh, take me for instance, uh, You know, somebody that's really not interested in uh, competing, getting my ass kicked all over the place by you guys, but likes to provide a really good product, uh, whether I'm hosting a small party or maybe we're having kind of a, a big blowout out here in Sea town Do you think it's worthwhile as somebody who has dealt with Uh, the evolution of these higher-end meats coming out, and I I don't know if it's necessarily expected at this point uh, by judges, but I would imagine more and more teams are moving to uh, the Duroc Porks and the Wagyu Beefs and all that other stuff. Is there a a sizable difference to where a home cook or a backyard guy should make that jump and and try them out at least?
6: Uh, I think so, Greg, and I I don't have a a stake in that game, (laughs) so to speak, but definitely – from my experience, when I take competition, even leftovers or meat we didn't cook for a contest uh, that's of that quality and take it to work or cook it for friends or have a party and and have people over, I get that comment a lot of well the, especially with beef, you know this this tastes different, this doesn't taste like. From the meat perspective, just doesn't taste like what I, what I can buy anywhere else, and so uh, I think it, there is a difference, and I think it's a difference anybody can taste with those, those high-quality meats through that. Uh, the, the flavors are just different, and, and uh, we've just started experimenting with the with rock pork, but it may be more prevalent in pork than it is beef even from what I've seen so far.
0: Joe Bielan joining me here on the show, pitmaster of Canoe Barbecue Crew, talking about the win at King of the Smokers this past weekend. Uh, Joe, do you like the fact that, I guess to a certain degree, this contest more than any other, obviously, kind of a toss back to a more basic style contest? Uh, no pellet cookers, no draft systems, everyone using the same cuts of meat or the, the same manufacturer of meat do you think it really kind of levels that playing field, or perhaps is that uh, more of a fond notion than anything else?
6: No, I, I I like it. I I really like the the meat perspective of we, we get the box of meat with the same thing and at the same quantities. I think there's there's really something to be said uh, about that, and that that creates the a more level playing field. I think. I'm not as sure that the electronic control devices. You know, I'm a guru guy. Heard Bob on earlier. Uh, I'm not not as sure that that has that big of an impact on a on a field like what we saw at King of the Smoker this weekend. Um, you know, I, I use those. I use my, my gurus so I can sleep five or six hours on a Friday night, so I can do this weekend after weekend uh, throughout the year. It doesn't really change the way the cooker performs uh, the way I use them anyway. It just makes it uh, – allows me to walk away for a while and know that it's going to be where I need it. So. But I do think that, that having the same meat and everybody gets the same quantity and they're, they're of similar quality, that's a, that's, that's a big deal.
0: All right, Joe. So in an overall sense, how did the cook end up uh, going for you uh, as things are progressing overnight? Uh, any you know, weird things that you had to deal with or was it pretty much business as usual for you guys?
6: Uh, pretty much business as usual. It was cold. The uh, And cold is, of course, a relative term this time of year. It's uh, <laughs> five degrees below zero as I look outside my window here yeah. <laughs> sitting in the den. So it was not cold compared to here, but for for Laquita, California, it was cold. It was uh, 32 or 3 degrees overnight on on Friday night. So we had to deal with that, used a little more charcoal, that kind of thing, had to pay a little closer attention. And, of course, without the guru, had to definitely keep an eye on that. But uh, an uneventful cook overnight and into the morning, things went well.
0: As you start to turn in uh, chicken, you get fifth overall as you're in awards. Uh, I mean, it's it's always probably nice to hear your name called with that first category out of the box. Uh, you get fifth. Were you happy with where that place? Did you think you had a, a decent uh, fifth-place chicken there?
6: Yeah, we did. We actually we had those whole chickens. We cut them up into pieces. And I, I literally didn't know what I was going to put in the box until 1145 on Saturday morning. We took everything out of the cooker. And uh, I had my wife, Kim, with me. She's the, uh, the barbecue palate. Uh, she's the reason we do so well at these contests. There's no doubt about it in my mind. I handed her one piece of everything, one wing, one thigh, one leg one piece of breast and, and basically said, all right, what's, what's good. What are we doing? And, and the first thing she picked up was a leg, took a bite of that leg and, and said, I don't know what you did to these and what we're going to do, but those, the rest of the legs have to go in the box. Uh, this is just amazing. Uh, picked up a thigh, said same thing. That's, that's perfect. Um, so we knew we were going to put the legs and thighs in and uh, the breast was, was very good. I, I made the call to go ahead and turn that in. So we turned in three legs, three thighs and six or eight slices of breast down the middle of the box. So that box was perfectly full, totally different than any other KCBS box we'd ever done before. But uh, we really liked our chances with chicken. We thought, uh, thought it came out very well and was, we're very happy. Only called top five in a category at that contest. So we were the first name called, and, and uh, we're very happy to hear it. Uh,
0: different than a box that, uh, or different from the other boxes because no garnish in this box, right?
6: no garnish in this box correct and we're usually turning in six thighs uh, and of course with with two chickens we didn't have six thighs to turn in so definitely a different look to it with uh, just a piece of foil in the box and then a little different different pieces of meat in there
0: aside from the normal chicken thighs that you would you would turn in how did you feel about the non-use of garnishes Is it something that you think if KCBS decided the uh, turn of the year to get rid of garnish, which obviously they can't do, um, that you would be okay with it? Or is it still that thing that sets KCBS apart from the other sanctioning bodies and, and kind of helps in certain degrees?
6: Yeah, I, I think it helps more than it hurts. Uh, I don't like building parsley boxes more than anybody else. and uh, that, That's 45 minutes of time that every time I wish I get back could get back. But I've now cooked three contests that you couldn't use garnish in. And every time I ended with the man, I missed my parsley uh, you can you can cover so much, you can present differently. I know I hear a lot of people talk about, well, the green really makes meat pop in the box, and I'm not sure about all that. But for me, it's about propping the meat up, displaying the meat, and quite frankly, hiding something that I don't want the judge to see. I can put it on the bottom, build a little parsley around it, and now it's, it's gone. And you really miss that. without With just a plain box with a piece of foil in the bottom, uh, you can see everything, and sometimes that's not always good.
0: Joe Bielen joining me here on the show. Uh, we're talking about the individual results here for King of the Smoker. Uh, next is ribs, obviously. You get a third-place call there, so you hear your name again. I would imagine you're pretty happy with the rib result as well.
6: Yeah, we got we got three really nice racks of ribs and they came out perfect. Uh we, we couldn't have couldn't have done anything different on the ribs, really like those and I uh, was happy there.
0: Uh, same thing for pork, third place, so uh, it's three calls. Um you got to feel like you're kind of rolling at this point. Uh, where's your mind at at this point uh, through awards? You feeling like uh we're kind of moving up here are you keeping track of Uh, Your old boy, Scott Nelson there. I mean, how are things going?
6: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Uh, Going into pork, when we were building the pork turn-in box, the temperatures had dropped 10 or 15 degrees probably in just a few minutes. The wind had picked up, and the air really changed. We started building the pork box, and I wasn't two minutes into into building the box, and I could feel that this meat is cold already. And I thought, uh oh, we're we're in trouble. And we kinda kicked it into high gear, uh, built the box as quick as we could. We only had two pork butts I'm used to cooking for. So again, a, a big challenge for me to try to figure out uh where am I gonna get enough meat to fill this box, but uh got it got it off as quick as possible. Uh, so when we got that third place pork call, I I quite frankly was shocked. Um, I, I, I was very happy to hear that. I was afraid that pork was gonna was gonna do us in, and uh, when we got that call, um, I, I thought, well, we've we've got a chance at this thing now. Through those three, we were the only team with three calls. Uh, Scott had two really good calls. Simply marvelous had a couple of good calls. Uh, Grills gone wild was right there, and of course with brisket to go, all those guys are really good brisket cooks. Uh, so that, that was what's going through my mind is, is what do I need to get in brisket and who do I need to avoid <laughs> yep. to uh, to have the, pull this thing out. Hey,
0: uh, Joe, I, I didn't ask you in advance earlier today, but uh, can you hang out and do another segment so we can finish off here? Sure, you bet. All right, uh, let me put you on hold here just for a second. I'll go ahead and do this read, and then we'll uh, pick back up for King of the Smokers. We're talking with Joe Beeland, Tippy Canoe Barbecue Crew, and the win over at the King of the Smokers this past weekend in Lakina, California. Uh, gang, let me talk to you really quickly about this contraption called iGrill. Uh, The next generation of iGrill has arrived. You can now pre-order the iGrill Mini at this website, i like the letter i, devicesinc.com slash iGrill for $39.99. The iGrill Mini has everything you love about the iGrill and so much more with a smart LED that indicates the progression of your temperature. Let you know when you are in and out of temperature range, proximity wake-up to conserve battery, and outstanding battery life up to 150 hours. And you get all these awesome features in a pocket-sized device, about half the price of the original iGrill, so $39.99 for the iGrill Mini, with one meat probe and probe wrap included with your purchase. Uh, the Grill magnetically mounts to your grill or smoker and even comes with an attachable magnet to, in case you don't have a uh, magnetic portion on the surface of your cook, like on the ceramic cookers. You're going to need that. So if you don't have something that is non-magnetic, this comes with a magnetic mount to help you out in that regard. little info on the product itself. The iGrill is a Bluetooth-enabled cooking thermometer that pairs with your Apple or Android device using the free iGrill Pro app. That can be downloaded at the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store, depending on the operating system. You're looking at about 200 feet for range, so you can monitor your food from practically anywhere in your house. gives you the free time to do what you want, when you want, with the insurance your food is being perfectly cooked. Go watch the game, have a beer, have four, mow the lawn, shovel the driveway. iGrill's got your food covered, and the iGrill has dual probe capability on the regular model, so you can monitor two different pieces of meat at once. You can also measure the ambient temperature of your smoker or grill using the ambient temperature probe, which can be purchased at iGrillInc.com. Now, within the app, you can set minimum and maximum temperature settings. If your grill or smoker gets too hot or too cool, your smart device will alert you, and you can enter the promo code CENTRAL at checkout for 15% off everything at iGrillInc.com. That's the letter I, the word grill, and then Inc, I-N-C.com. And don't forget, they also offer shipping for free on orders over $50. So check it out, iDevicesInc.com slash iGrill for the $39.99 iGrill Mini, which is on pre-order right now, or go to iGrillInc.com, get the regular iGrill. You get 200 feet of Bluetooth range. You get 15% off everything if you enter promo code CENTRAL at checkout. Everything over 50 bucks ships for free. We're back with more Joe Beelen from Tippy Canoe right after this. Stick around. Be right back.
2: All
0: right, your chance to win a bottle of Sweet Smoke Q Juice from Jim Elser, who will be trying to win the Florida Barbecue Association's Team of the Year title. Uh, send me an email, and in the subject line, Tippy Canoe Crew. Tippy Canoe Crew. And uh, first one in with that subject line gets a bottle of Sweet Smoke Q juice donated graciously by the pitmaster of Sweet Smoke Q, Jim Elser, who was on in the first hour. Good luck.
3: Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs. And the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show.
0: All right, we're back with Joe Beeland from Tippy Canoe Barbecue Crew, talking about the King of the Smokers' big win this past weekend. Uh, Joe, appreciate you hanging with me through the break there. Um, We left off uh, you taking third in pork, and then we were talking about where you needed to be at brisket. So no call, you get twelfth overall. So before we get into the mind games. as far as your assessment of brisket, uh, was that about on par? Do you think it should have been a little bit better? Where'd you come out on your brisket?
6: Yeah, no, we liked the brisket. Uh, we thought it was pretty good. But that said, we we spent the last three weeks uh, on the west coast there in California. Mm-hmm. Brisket cost me a pickup at a contest in Laughlin uh, three weeks ago. We didn't do well in brisket at the World Food Championship. So that's in my mind of did this just happen again with brisket? Uh, We're off. I don't really know why. I can't put my finger on it. I guess I got all winter to find it. But uh, definitely was worried at that point uh, what happened with the brisket.
0: So as the overall callers start uh, going out, did um, did Sterling call top ten or was he uh, top five overall?
6: uh top 7.
0: Oh, all right. Top 7 overall. So, it's uh you know, basically you and Scott kind of neck and neck for the most part going into the brisket. Uh neither of you get called for that category. What's going through the mind is is Reserve Grand is being called. Do you feel like you have a shot to win? Or because Scott had finished ahead of you, like in the two previous meets, you might have missed a shot. And, of course, no one knows where either you or Scott are in brisket at this point. Just kind of wonder what's racing through the mind before you hear your name called.
6: Yeah, no, it definitely. is one of those things that I know it's it's one of us. Scott lives 30 miles down the road from me is the crazy (laughs) part of all this. We're practically neighbors. Uh, We see each other every weekend, and we talk during the weeks, and so – it's one of those things of, well, I guess if it's not us, it's, it's Scott. So that, that, that's an okay thing. You can't win them all. And so we're sitting there as they call that name, you're listening for the first syllable, you know, you're listening for the P or the T at that point, <laughs> and, uh, which one's it going to be. So when we heard pigskin, obviously uh, you get that, it's almost a feeling of relief uh, of, uh, okay, it's, it has to be us. So
0: When you are called and, and obviously you've, Really won some huge events in the barbecue career, Joe, uh, from Tippy Canoe. I mean, you've won uh, American Royal. You've won Sam's Club. King of the Smokers, I mean, it is an invitational. Where does this one stack up kind of against all the others, or is this one almost kind of held off on its own?
6: Yeah, th- this one's really special. I think this contest will be the next major of barbecue. It'll be the the Jack the Royal the Sam's Club and King of the Smoker. I think this one's going to going to going to get there and it's getting there quickly and it maybe they're already. Yeah. And the reason I say that a couple things. The teams that are there the and the, it's a select number and that's on purpose. There's 24 teams there. There's four tables of judges. And I think that's that's by design if you'd ask Sterling about that that uh, these are 24 of the best teams in the country with uh, 24 or t- 22 or 23 master judges and one or two with lots and lots of experience uh, that are very carefully selected, and uh, so to me that that makes it different. That's not 180 teams that are at the American Royal Invitational, or the the crapshoot that is the Jack Daniels with a bunch of magazine editors as judges. That uh, this is the this is the the, the real thing, and uh, to come out on top of that was was really unbelievable.
0: Joe, we talked about the fact that you had gotten whole chickens uh, versus the typical chicken thighs that a lot of the KCBS teams are used to dealing with. Do you like dealing with whole chickens? Was it a uh, an, an exercise in how are we going to do this thing or something you're just used to cooking and you, you'll break it down and, and do what you need to do?
6: I love to cook chicken. I love to cook whole chickens. Uh, but when I do that, I do it at home and I don't care what they look like, <laughs> you know, after I start carving it it's and it's, uh, it doesn't have to fit in a nine by nine box. <laughs> so that, that part of it was really, was fun, but it, it added an element uh, of challenge to this that I, I think uh, really made it, made it difficult, uh, on a lot of teams to try to figure out that chicken. Now, when we got done, I, I kind of went around and talked to other teams and see what they thought. And everybody enjoyed the chicken at the end of the day it was a challenge and everybody was trying to figure out what they were going to do with it and how they make it work but i got a lot of comments up but you know what that was kind of fun nice to do something different so definitely a challenge
0: i think three weeks ago i was talking with george shore from Pitmakers. we were recapping their uh, win on the barbecue aspect at the world food championships and the thing that got them into the final table was half barbecue chicken and he went on to say during our interview that hey uh, you know, in Texas, this is what we do. Uh, we do the half chickens. So obviously, you know, I mean, it's it's. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm no mathematician, but it's half of a whole chicken. So you're dealing with the white meat, you're dealing with the dark meat, and you're contending with making sure that you're not overcooking and or undercooking uh, either one of the, the dark or the white meat. And he's under the impression that the Texas guys uh, are able to cook that chicken better, Technically, than just a bunch of thighs. Uh, do you feel that uh, that is an unfair assessment, or do you think that there is some truth to that?
6: Oh, I think there's some truth to that. They do it on a, on an every weekend basis. I think the 24 teams out west this weekend probably prove that we can we can cook it as well. Uh, we don't get the opportunity to do that every weekend, but I do think that's one of the one of the things you'll see in KCBS, and I think we've seen it already. If you talk to judges. That uh, the multiple pieces of meat in a box, I think the six thighs in the bottom of a box, just getting a first place call at a at a contest is a thing of the past. Uh, it's, it seems to me, teams I'm talking to, judges I'm talking to, that chicken that's scoring well isn't just thighs anymore. So I think they probably have the edge on us now, but uh, we're coming.
0: Joe Bielen joining me here on the show. com is the website if you want to go ahead and check them out. I'm just asking for your candid response to this. Uh, I'm not asking anything deep or, you know, anything like that. Were you surprised to see Harry Sue at the bottom of the chicken standing?
6: I was, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's the thing of this contest is somebody has to get last in in every category. But uh, I definitely was surprised uh, to see him in, in chicken down there. That's uh, that's his category. Some something happened there. Something went wrong. Not sure. Um,
0: are you automatically invited back to defend uh, for next year at uh, King of the Smoker, or do you have to to get reinvited back?
6: I, I think you got to go through it again. Uh, I, I hope that really helps my chances. I'd love to go back and be a part of this, and, and hopefully, I get that opportunity. But uh, I think we got to we got to start over and earn our way back in.
0: All right, Joe. So let me talk to you a little bit about uh, KCBS. Obviously, there's going to be elections taking place here shortly. Uh, I am surprised that uh, no hopeful has seen this show. Shame on you. I've only been instrumental in getting like six people elected to the board. So if you're interested, you know, you guys out there looking to run for the board, you know, holler at your boy. What do you think about how the KCBS scoring sheets have kind of legitimized the hitting the bad table or table of death or or whatever you think about? Is there something that is going to have to be addressed going forward with this?
6: uh my opinion, mine only hopefully don't make anybody mad uh is that there has to be something done or it will change competition barbecue kCBS materially for the bad long term. I, I think we what we thought we knew we now we now know as cooks that there are some days where you're not gonna not only are you're not gonna win, but you may not finish in the top five. And it may have nothing to do with the product you turned in. And uh, you may have just spent between $600 and $1,000 to to travel to this contest and cook in it. And you just as well stayed home because you didn't have have a chance because of the bad luck you received that day. Now, on the flip side of that is there's also days when you're going to show up at a 75-team contest and you're going to win. You're going to walk away grand champion. Uh, The reason that you won that day is because you were lucky enough to hit the high-scoring table twice. Uh, and we have to realize as cooks that that's going to happen to it. And, and that I don't know. I had that happen to me this year. I'll be real up probably there. We had a really good table twice at a contest and we won it. And that doesn't that doesn't feel any better as you walk away from that going. Well, OK, we, we got pretty lucky today. We cooked we cooked well and we think we deserved to win. But uh, the ultimate reason at the end of the day was because we had a, a kind table and we hit it twice. Um, So that happens too. So we have, I don't know what the data is going to show. I don't, I don't know what it says. I don't know if this is a, a 10% or 20% problem where we're 10% too high and 10% too low. Uh, But we have, we have to figure it out. Somebody smarter than I am, I can admit that, needs to dive in there, look at the data and figure out what we do. Do we, do we need to throw out more scores? Do we need to eliminate some judges? Not, not everybody can be a doctor, not everybody can be a football player, not everybody can be a barbecue judge. So do we do we need to do we need to take that stance to to some extent? I don't know what the answers are, but I definitely think something needs to happen for the long-term good of KCBS.
0: I've talked to a couple pitmasters off air, so let me qualify this statement by saying no names, please. But it was brought to my attention that if there are the teams that are out there doing 30, 35, 40 competitions that it kind of all comes out in the wash for them. Hitting, the, hitting the, the table of death doesn't really affect them as much as the teams that aren't doing the same amount of competitions. Do you uh, find validity in that, or is that not the case?
6: I, I think what happens there is you, you, you just increase your odds. You have more cooks to throw out. We only cooked 15 contests that counted for team of your points this year. We just uh, we had a lighter schedule and stuff, other stuff uh, outside of barbecue going on. Believe it or not, I have a life outside of barbecue, so we had to what? deal with some of those things. So when we cook fifteen contests, so when we get five to throw away, uh, we're going to end up seventh in the team of the year race overall in KCBS uh, with those fifteen contests, and I'm really, really proud of that. Uh, I think that's that's um, you know something that you just you don't see every day because of that factor that you had. The reason they cooked thirty and we did it last year, we cooked thirty is. You have five or six that you're just going to have to throw away. And again, to be fair, the full disclosure on the opposite side of that: when you cook that many, you're probably also going to going to get the the goody uh, a few times in there too, where you, you scored higher than you might have deserved in a few of those contests, and you're going to get the benefit of that.
0: Joe Beelin joining me here on the show. Joe, uh, last question here before I let you go: best Christmas movie ever?
6: National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation.
0: I agree. <laughs> my, my wife would punch me in the throat because she thinks Elf is the best Christmas movie ever. Oh, but I think... Oh
6: no! <laughs>
0: I, I am. I have always been partial to Clark W. Griswold and uh, the uh, the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I'm glad somebody else out there is with me.
6: <laughs> Perfect. Uh, no, uh, hey, just one thing, quick, Greg. Just to, a couple things to wrap up. I got to thank yep. uh, Sterling and his folks at Big Papa Smokers and the La Quinta Resort for everything they did for us this weekend. Awesome contest. Anybody out there listening ever gets a chance to go, definitely go check it out.
0: Joe Beeland is the pitmaster of Tippy Canoe Barbecue Crew, TippyCanoeBBQ.com, and the grand champion of this past weekend's King of Smoker. Joe, always appreciate the time. Glad we could catch up, and uh, we'll do it again soon, buddy.
6: Sounds good, Greg. I really appreciate it. Anybody out there looking for a barbecue class this winter, see my website this week. There might be something good on there for you.
0: We will check it out. There he is. Joe Bieland, Tibby Canoe, barbecue crew. Looking, uh, is, that, is that the corn Fred class? I think that's a corn fed. Maybe he's just doing it by himself. Usually he does one with uh, Scott Nelson, because as he said, they're like two minutes from each other, or whatever it is. Um, yeah, so there you go. A little extended Joe Bieland action for you if you're interested. If you're just tuning into the show, I apologize. You should go back and get the archive. Get off me. Not my fault. You didn't tune in on time. Last but not least, let's talk about Arno Smoke, a custom pit builder combining innovation and art in each of their cutting-edge offset and vault style pits. Vault style pits are becoming very popular these days. Uh, located in the heart of Texas near Fort Worth, Granbury has been the home to Arno Smokers since the beginning. Arnold Smokers has continued to widen its range using visionary planning, both on the design level and the quality of the craftsmanship to bring their customers the finest custom pits on the market. Now, if you've been looking for a custom pit without the hefty price tag and those long lead times like some of the other manufacturers have out there on the market, make it your first choice, even to just take a look at. It. Just like I say with each and every supporter of this show, sponsor of this show, Give them first consideration. Go to the website, check them out, at least stop over there. Do me a solid. Support the sponsors of the show. Uh, mention you heard about Arnold smokers on the Barbecue Central show. Receive an additional discount off the already low price. For more information, follow the link to their Facebook page, which can be found at thebbqcentralshow.com. Then click on their logo at the bottom right of the main page, or you can visit the sponsor page or the links page on my website. That will get you to their Facebook page. They do the majority of their communication through the Facebook page, a lot of the promotion, showing a lot of pictures of the pits, all that good stuff. You can also contact Billy Overton or Tony Belay through email, respectively, at Billy, B-I-L-L-I-E, underscore R-O-Smokers at Yahoo.com, or you can contact Tony, Tony, T-O-N-Y, underscore R-O-Smokers at Yahoo.com. Once again, Billy, underscore R-O-Smokers, or Tony, underscore RO Smokers both at Yahoo.com don't forget to check out their Facebook page regularly for weekly drawings and giveaways from their barbecue partners as well again you can find their Facebook page if you visit my website and then click on their logo or visit the sponsors page or the links page and that will get you over to their Facebook contacts great stuff it's no Smokers proud sponsor of this show and happy to have them aboard here as a partner with the Barbecue Central Show alright we're uh, back to wrap up After this, you're listening and watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Networks.
3: From the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Grampy.
0: All right, we are back. 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. If you want to react to anything Joe Bielan said. Feel free to drop me a line, shoot me a call if you want to react to anything that Jim Elser said or Bob Trodnak. Your time. More than happy to have you. Uh, by the way, still looking for a winner for the Sweet Smoke Q Juice. Send me an email in the subject line uh, Tippy Canoe Crew. Tippy Canoe Crew, you can win a bottle of Sweet Smoke Q Juice from Jim Elser. Looking for that winner. Uh, By the way, we do have a winner for the $20 gift certificate from the Barbecue Superstore. Uh, That is Alan Frankel. Alan, I will forward your information over to Rich Parker. And he will be in touch on how to redeem. Redeem. Again, don't forget you can subscribe to iTunes for replays of this show audibly. You can also go to YouTube for videos. You can go to the Outdoor Cooking Channel for video replays. Of course, my website for audio and video replays. If you have Roku, you can download the Outdoor Cooking Channel app in the Roku App Store, and you can get the archives of not only this show but every other show that Kevin has on the Outdoor Cooking Channel. Thanks again to Joe Beelin for joining me. See, I told you I caroused him into a second sec am the master. That's <laughs> like, damn. Can I go? No, it's five degrees outside. You can stay. That, talk about hot here. beef. We talk about hot beef. Uh, once again, if you are just tuning in and you missed the top of the second hour, we were talking about uh, some changes in programming. Uh, we had a very swift run of the Hump Day Barbecue Show. We're having a very swift execution of the Hump Day Barbecue Show. Stuff out of here. Uh, so don't tune in tomorrow. Don't tune in next Wednesday or any other Wednesday ongoing. Uh, through no fault of my recurring guest star, Ray Lampe, Uh my work schedule has interfered to the point where I don't feel I'm able to put in the time, uh, nor do I feel like I am confident enough to plan a show, only to have uh, work not cooperate with me. And some places I cannot do the show remotely, so... Uh, Tuesday is the show that will continue on throughout, as it has for the last almost seven years. And we will uh, move forward from there. Uh, Ray has told me that he will do the Ask Dr. Barbecue segment on the Tuesday show once a month. So we uh, add more monthly contributors to the Tuesday show. I believe the stable right now consists of people like Scott Roberts with Sauce and Rub Reviews, Meathead, who will be showing up on January 14th for the second Tuesday of every month show that will be going on forward with him, Ray Lampe, Stephen uh Sam the Cooking Guy, uh, Robin Lindars, The Grill Girl. I mean, it's a plethora of people. What can I tell you? People want on this damn show. I don't blame them. That's crazy. But no more Wednesday shows, no matter what. You can't even convince me. Bags of cash. Good. Um, instant chat room for those that are in there as people are waning off easy. Best Christmas movie ever. Go ahead. You weigh in on what your best Christmas movie ever is. Uh, we do have a winner for Sweet Smoke Q Juice. Uh, this is not planned, Jim, I swear to God, but it's my sister, Katie Renton. Uh, The good news is, Jim, that she will probably relinquish the Sweet Smoke Q-Juice to my dad, who is a barbecuer. Yes. Now that I'm thinking about it, better idea. uh, Send me the Sweet Smoke Q-Juice, Jim. I'm going to wrap it up and pretend like I bought it and send it to her as a gift. Yes! Great idea. Great idea for me. All right. Let's make haste and get out of this bad boy. Uh, all the way back in the first hour, we talked with Bob Trudnack, Director of Marketing and Sales over at the BBQ Guru, the thebbqguru.com, or call him 800-288-GURU. Uh, try out a sauce, go to his meat store, look for big announcements if you use the Barbecue Guru for next year's competition season. Uh, I didn't get any more specific than that from him, but I'm sure he will come on to reveal after the fact. Also, uh, a new product coming out and a facelift or a modification to an existing product. so are very excited to talk to him about that coming up. Also, thanks to Jim Elser from Sweet Smoke Q. He will be vying for the FBA Team of the Year this weekend at the Perry Florida Contest, which name eludes me at the moment. Uh, So tune back in next Tuesday as we reveal who ends up winning that. We wish Jim the very best of luck. Show karma attaches, Jim, for coming on the show just like that. How about that? And, of course, in the second hour... Friend of the show, pit master, and winner of King of the Smokers this past weekend in Bikini, California. Joe Beelan from Canoe Barbecue Crew. com his website if you want to check it out. All right, so if you're using raw cast iron, season it each and every time. After you're done cooking on it, hit with a grill brush as it starts to cool down. A little pan, a little Crisco, let it burn back in. Generations of rust-free service, you'll thank me And also September eleventh, two 2001... I will never forget Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.